You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good evening and welcome to this special broadcast of the national elections for the 22nd Knesset here in Israel. Polls have just closed in the second national election in five months. Actual results of the tally of the vote will be emerge over the course of the night. But media outlet exit polls are being released at this moment. And here are the results of Channel 11's exit poll together with Kantar Polling Institute. A tie between the two big parties, Blue and White and Likud with 32 mandates each. It's going to be a very long night. The joint list with 12 mandates, currently the third largest party in the Knesset. Israel Beitenu of Avigdor Lieberman with 10 mandates. It doubles its strength from the previous election. Even the Haredi parties are getting stronger. Shas with 9, United Torah Judaism with 8. Yamina, headed by Ayelet Sheked, with 7 seats. On the left, the Labour Gesher party with 5 mandates. The Democratic camp also with 5 mandates. Utzma Yehudit, headed by Itamar Ben-Gvir, did not pass the threshold. In the picture of the blocks, the right-wing Haredi bloc, 56 mandates, according to our exit poll, and the center-left plus the Arab parties, 54. Lieberman is the tiebreaker and is the one who apparently will play the role of kingmaker and decide who will be the next prime minister with his 10 mandates. At this moment, the exit polls of Khan News, the right-wing bloc, does not have a majority because Lieberman has insisted on a secular unity government. Joining us now on the line uh, to help us analyze the initial results of the action is Amots Asael, a Hartman Institute fellow and a senior commentator at the Jerusalem Post. Hello, Amots. How are you? So, Amots, what do these exit polls tell us? I think um, the most um, um, telling uh, statement that they suggest, and I emphasize that these are only exit polls and things might change uh, as we get to the real results, but... Mm -hmm. Um, looking at them as they are, their most emphatic statement is a vote of no confidence in Benjamin Netanyahu personally by his own electorate. He entered this election with 39 Knesset seats, that is the 35 that he personally won back in the spring and the four that joined him <clears throat> from uh, Finance Minister Moshe Kachlon. That 39 um, was uh, shaved by 15%, uh, according to your exit poll. And I think that's a vote of no confidence in Netanyahu. The votes um, <clears throat> uh, fled to uh, Lieberman and some to the ultra-Orthodox parties and others uh, elsewhere. And in my interpretation, uh, I think that each of these people, each of these voters who originally voted for Netanyahu and now did not, uh, did so because um, Netanyahu's uh, uh, performance and um, especially his uh, legal entanglements, uh, were for them uh, reason enough to turn their backs on him. Now, Motz, this election results put uh, double the number of seats for the Israel Beitenu party, up to 10 seats now. He appears to be the kingmaker, but he's always insisted he wants a secular unity government. Do you think he has the power to do that? I think that this is certainly um, my impression, of course. I have no scientific way of stating this, but my impression is that uh, he really uh, detected um, soundly uh, the will of the mainstream Israeli voter. There certainly is um, a broad 
support for this idea uh, out in the Israeli mainstream, <clears throat> and it's also practical uh, among the politicians themselves, although the upcoming day's dynamics uh, will be crucial. Uh, I think that a major question that uh, will now hover above the entire political scene is what Netanyahu's own colleagues will make of his own situation. If one or two um, of his immediate um, <clears throat> uh, circle, um, the ministers mm -hmm. that belong to Likud, if any of them begin to question um, the um, viability from Likud's own viewpoint of Netanyahu's leadership, then I think that will be the beginning of his downfall. Now, we know politicians say one thing and do something else. Uh, the Blue and White has said that they will do a unity government, but without Netanyahu at the head, will they perhaps swallow their promises and cut a deal? I don't think that um, <clears throat> in the uh, first uh, days they will be prepared to make such a compromise. A major role will be played now <clears throat> by, um, by President Rivlin. Uh, in this regard, he may come out and, um, and for instance, uh, um, try to convince Benny Gantz and Blue and White to retreat from this insistence, but there is no indication that he will do that. There is plenty of indication uh, that he will try to uh, make both of these parties um, agree to sit with each other, much the way his predecessor, Chaim Herzog, did mm -hmm. back in 1984 right. with uh, Shimon Peres and Yitzhak Shamir was his insistence that produced uh, that year's uh, unity government, which actually was an exceptionally successful uh, government uh, that uh, defeated hyperinflation and left Lebanon and, and uh, is remembered as one of the most durable and effective governments Israel ever had, all thanks to a president's conduct in a situation that was very similar to the one that we now face. So we'll have to wait and see what happens here. Amots, thanks a lot. And Thank you'll be you, joining Arnie. us again at midnight uh, on our broadcast. So thanks. We'll talk to you later. Will do. See you then. Okay. Tune into our special Election Day broadcast at midnight, also at 101.3 FM or 100.3 FM, and on the Khan digital platforms. We'll also have a special broadcast at 6.30 a.m. tomorrow, Wednesday morning. You can also always tune into our 2 p.m. news flash. And follow us on Twitter. Look for Khan English News and get the latest on Khan website at khan.org.il. And you can listen to us daily at 8 p.m. This is Arie O'Sullivan wishing you a good morning and shalom.